I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, what do you got there? This is the new Ping G430 Max 10K driver. It's next level. I'll tell you, it's so impressive. We all know that Ping help you play your best. I've been using them for years. I wouldn't use anything else. In fact... This new driver, it's Ping's straightest and highest moment of impact driver ever. Holy moly. So on the course, what's that going to mean? How's it going to help golfers? Well, to put it simply, it means people are going to be hitting longer, straighter, and they're going to absolutely crack their drives off the tee. I could talk about it all day. It's that good. But the best thing to do if you want to check out how impressive Ping's new G430 Max 10K driver is, Just book in with your local golf shop or professional to arrange a ping club fitting and I'll see you out there with my ping gear. It's week 23 of the golfing calendar. And fresh off the golf course, one righty and one lefty who's fast becoming a righty, Nick O'Hearn and Mark Allen. Live from the Australian Golf Centre, home of the PGA of Australia and Golf Australia, this is the most listened to Australian golf podcast. Talk birdie to me. I want to ask you something because yes. word is filtered back to me mm. that you are going around changing people's putting from left-handed to right-handed, <laughs> from right-handed to left-handed. Now, you've done it. You've done it successfully. You're still hitting the ball left-handed when you're Nico Hearn, mm. soon to be Nico Who with a right-handed handicap. Correct. Have you tried to change somebody <laughs> again today? Well, no, I changed him a while ago. Who, so, who is it? So I played in the Pro-Am with him down at the National, uh, you know, the last event of the season oh, yeah. that we commentated on. Yeah, I was down there. And so we had three lefties and a right-hander in our group because the other, the third lefty was Elvis. Because <laughs> Elvis <laughs> oh, is an wow, ambassador. what a group. Elvis is an ambassador. Who was the right-hander? He would have... Gary, 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 Gary Lisbon. Who, oh, okay. I don't guess. Member. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, I tried One of the best photographers in world golf, Gary Lisman. He's a star. Yeah. So after a while, I was watching, funnily enough, both Gary and Wolfgang with their putting. Wolfgang, I thought, you're right-handed, aren't you, doing one-handed things like me? And he said, yes, I am, because he was struggling with his left-handed putting. So I got him to hit hit a few putts with my putter, and all of a sudden it looked fantastic. So I've kept in touch with Wolfgang and said, look, you know, let's try and get your putting going and all this. I I, I helped him out here at Sandy a little while ago, you know, just on the putting green. We caught up with him one night. And then um, we were chatting the other day and uh, he said, well, let's have a game uh, this morning. And I thought, perfect. Now I can witness it in full flow out on the golf course. <laughs> You're like and a it Harry. Was, it was brilliant. You're he, like a- he putted beautifully. He only had one three putt. And on the on Royal Melbourne East, one three putt is very impressive. You're like a Harry Krishna. You're <laughs> unbelievable. Going I'm converting one. left-handers one at a time. Did you get Gary Lisbon as well? You, I, I sensed that you tried well, or thought about it. I said to him, he, again, he looked better with the left-handed putter, but he's, he's not taking the full commitment. Good. Whereas Wolfgang, he's he's all in. It's yeah, great. okay. Well, look, you don't have to, folks. <laughs> you don't have to. Can I tell you about my Sunday? Please do. My Sunday, I play golf in the morning. Um, really 
cold day. Get inside, everyone in the clubhouse watching the TV. The TV was the Foxtel highlights package of the third round of the LPGA tournament and basically it was the Rose Zhang show. And all they were showing were basically her best shots and the entire clubhouse was watching this girl playing her first professional event. She spent 141 weeks as the number one amateur in the world, which is a record. And my God, you alerted to me. You <laughs> alerted me. I think it was uh, on Friday. I you did. sent me just have a look at this swing. Yeah, it is like I know we say this about a lot of people, but I've never seen a swing like this ever. It's ever well. It's silk. It, it's powerful. It's it's straight up and down the line. It's perfect. It's wide. Yeah. But that's the one thing I notice is the width of the golf swing. Yeah. It reminds me a little bit of a Adam Scottish yeah, in a way. Sort of, yeah. But I watched that third round and six birdies, no bogeys, and she drove that 16th green. Did you see that? Yeah, I did. On with the, the driver. Four? We, we, the, the, the entire clubhouse had their tongues hanging yeah. out watching that shot. She missed the eagle putt. Missed the eagle, yeah. But And she seemed to miss a lot of putts, actually, in that third round. I mean, it could have been anything. Oh, it was pretty scary. To finish the story, uh, she goes on to win the the event in a playoff. In the last round, doesn't make a birdie, makes a couple of bogeys. I think the first hole was about the third hole in the last hole. Something like that, yeah. Something like that. Uh, We better talk about Jennifer Capcho as well, who Mm -hmm. shot 16 on the last day, hold the shot, did very well. But it was almost like she wasn't there because everybody was barracking for the story of this girl winning. You know, we talk about, you know, you, you put her up against Minji Lee, who I've said on this uh, many, so many times, that she's got the best golf swing mm. I've ever seen. Uh, there's a, there's a so many girls who swing the club incredibly well that I've said it's the best golf swing I've ever seen. But <laughs> well, there's a new contender. This, well, this one's the best golf swing I've ever seen. <laughs> it really okay. is. It's, it's, it's a joke. And, and to see the power as well. I mean, you know, in the last round she, I think she was leading by – one shot at the time when she played that 16th hole, and she, this time she just hit a little three-wood off, mm. uh, chipped it uh, to about four feet, missed that putt as well. Just This one went low. I think the eagle putt went high. Is that right? Don't know. Something uh, the like eagle that. putt went, yeah, I think, well, missed low, I think. Missed yeah. low, okay. Yeah. I'm not sure. Low. I didn't see that one on 16 today. I did catch the play It certainly off. missed low in the last round. But um, isn't, it fun? isn't it fun when there's someone new like this who just turns up? From nowhere. It's just brilliant to watch. I hate to tell you, Mark, but it's not from nowhere. It <laughs> is from the, nowhere. That is the one thing I told you. I said, nowhere. You, okay. She only has been ranked. I'm going to give you. I, I looked just up said a couple 141 weeks in a row. Yeah, 142, actually. Oh, she won the Augusta National Women's Amateur. Yeah. Right? And She's she, won the US Amateur. Yeah. She won the NCAA. NCAA. She's yeah. won. Okay. Get this. Ten, she's played the la, in her last 12 stroke play events, yeah. including this. She's won 10 times. Yes. Okay. Yes. I mean, that is just incredible. She's the first person to win on pro debut in 72 years. That's where that my stat. point is, that she's come from nowhere because just, this just no, doesn't no, 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 happen. No. There, has, there has been a huge anticipation about her turning pro for the last couple of years. But you don't just turn up and win. You, you can't beat Minji Lee. She's basically been the, a pro the last year or two <sighs> any other way, playing these you know high rank, well, high-ranking college events. They are incredibly tough now, the college system. Plus, she's been playing pro events already. Here's my point. You go. Here's my point. I was sitting in a clubhouse full of people who didn't have a clue who she was. Fair call. So for you and me, we get it. She's kind of been there. Yeah. But for everybody else in that clubhouse, they're like, 
Who's this Zen girl, Mark? Where's she come from? Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> so you get what I mean. I do for, get to For so that. many of us who watch uh, casually, no, for so I'll speak for them, they didn't know who she was. No, I, they, I get didn't it. Have a, they didn't have a clue. The other thing, how good was it, by the way, when she finished, and this is going to become a regular thing with her if she continues to win, there was kids around there, her yeah. fans, her family, they all brought out roses. Rather than, oh, you're kidding. Rather oh. than spraying oh, the champagne. So much better. Rather than spraying the champagne, they brought out roses and gave it to her. How good is that? That is so good. For Roseanne. You know, I've, I've watched that. I've watched that a lot. And if I ever won somewhere <laughs> and then I got drenched, I don't yeah. think, like, I'd probably go, yeah, it's great, I've won, but... I don't think, I don't Would know. Would you jump in I'm, the water like they do in a couple of things? If it's a tradition, yeah, you jump okay. in the water. Yeah, you've got to do that. Yeah. But the, the, the spraying of the water and just tipping water on someone's head because they won, mm, I'm, no. kind of, I'm kind of finished with that. It, it's <laughs> a tough over. one. You know, the other thing I noticed about yeah. the event, which was fantastic, and they're copying us here in Australia, is they had an AJ, AJGA event running at the same time. So they had an amateur girl, a junior, playing in the, in the groups with the pros. Yeah, isn't that they're good? copying us. Yeah, it's yeah, awesome. Yeah, that is, that, is, that is quite remarkable. Yeah. That uh, we're leading the way in, in so many ventures. We do it in the TPX uh, WebEx series, right? Yeah, and that, that has worked a treat. Is that right? TP something? Yeah, that's it. The WebEx series, yeah. The WebEx series. No, we're, we're mm. dominating down here. The mixed tournaments, the whole lot, doing really well. Um, Denny McCarthy, I thought he was going to win. Victor Hoblin. We should mention the Aussie girls, by the way, who played in that yeah, event. Please go. Steph, Steph Kuriaku, Thank you. by the way. Yeah, uh, tied 10th, third round 65, yeah. brilliant. Minji Lee, I thought she was going to rock on with it. Yeah. She was second round leader, yeah. faded over the weekend, so tied for 13th. And yeah, Grace okay. Kim as well, tied for 43rd. Sorry, keep going. No, it's all right. Denny McCarthy, did you watch any of the – I caught the last couple of holes again. So, so uh, he's the number 11 putter he has been for a long, long time. But, my God, uh, when he needed his putter to get out of trouble uh, – this time around, I think he made three really big saves in a row and I thought, here we go, he's going to march the victory. It just seemed like Victor Hovland was just sitting in the wings waiting for him to make par on the last. It didn't work. Such and a tough go. closing hole. Such a tough closing hole. Yeah, tell me about it because oh. it, it looks, you know, the, the drive that McCarthy hit on the 72nd, when it didn't look like it was that bad. No, no, it hit it up the left. Yeah. You just got to hit a little buttercut fade for a right-hander. If you don't fade it, unfortunately yeah. there's creek waiting for you. That thick rough never used to be that thick when I played there. So the ball would always just go into the creek. Yeah. Normally that ball's in the creek. Yeah, but well, they grew ball, the, rough the rough saved yeah. him for sure. Which I don't like. I think they should just shave it down again. Yeah, hey, I reckon. Get it left, you're in the creek. Take yeah. your drop. I would much prefer that too, yeah. Nick. That's much better. Absolutely. The, the That's Americans, what the creek's there for. They love growing the rough up. But anyway, and if yeah. you flare it right in the bunkers over that, you're just dead over yeah. there. And there's a massive backstop at the 18th green. You've got Jack there waiting for you. Yeah. Did you see the crowds? How yeah, big they were? Amazing. Really good. They were 50 deep on yep. 18. It really was good. incredible. But um, great win by... Um, Hovland, yep. I mean, he is. I tell you what, he's looking for the good for the U.S. Open coming up. But yep. McCarthy, that was a tough one. He's made eighteen or twenty-two cuts this year. That's yeah. impressive golf. That is. And impressive. no one's re- again. Have you heard of him? Uh, no. And he's made. Uh, he's finished. He's had a, a second. That well, now he's had a second, a fourth, a sixth, and an eighth. Mm. Easy to remember all the it all is. the evens. So he's he's a name to watch. But um, I saw something that he does with his golf swing okay. that I think will help a lot of people. I think it's my turn for the masterclass. Oh, okay. So hang around for that. I because, did see him uh, tee off a couple of times. Yeah, I like his footwork. I'll yeah, explain more. I'll explain more later. Yeah, it, it's a, it's a good action. Did you see Billy Horschel earlier earlier in the week as well when he shot yeah. eighty four? Yep. That was a tough one. So he's the defending champion, mm. and because he's the defending champion, you know, not often you get someone who shoots 84 or has to come in, but because you're the defender, uh, you're asked to come in, and he did so, and uh, he couldn't speak through 
fear of crying. Mm-hmm. I'll put it that way. Yeah, he th- he thought he was going to absolutely burst open. It I was reckon. a tough one, and he held back and um, watery eyes. And it's funny, you know, because when I look at Billy Horschel play, I look at just when he actually starts moving, because it takes him a while. <laughs> Especially putters. Especially putting. the putting. Kind of edges in there, doesn't he? There's so much going on in that head of scone of his, isn't there? I it mean, certainly you, is. you don't want to call it, but, I mean, if you're going to call someone just getting paralysis by analysis, yeah. he'd be a contender mm. for sure. Uh, but when you actually just physically watch him swing, I mean, when he won in – uh, last year at uh, Wentworth. When he won at Wentworth, was it last year? I think he did. It was. Or the year before. He, he's so solid, so strong, so, you know, nothing's out of place. Everything's perfect mm. when he finally swings the club. Yeah. But it just feels like before every shot, he's almost second-guessing everything. That's what it looks like there's from a lot the of, outside looking in. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, data, I guess, being comp- yeah. computed in, in the brain and there's a lot of little ticks and mannerisms he has to get out the way. It's almost yeah. a bit like watching a, a cricketer, you know, when they're over the crease and they're, and they're, they're fixing their pads and they're Talking grabbing Talking about their... our ex-captain? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yes. But uh, there's so much going on in that regard in his brain. But um, when he won in Wentworth, he's a West Ham United fan, so they loved him over oh, there in Europe. So uh, hopefully he'll get his game back, I'm sure. Sure he will. It won't take time. He's had one heck of a record and uh, future's bright for Billy. Don't worry about it. He's a lovely guy and he wears his heart on his sleeve. So it was great that he did that interview. I was pretty disappointed again, unfortunately, with Jason Day. Yeah. First round. He's a member there yeah. at Memorial. Yeah. Uh, sorry, Murfield Village. Yeah. And he only plays there one week a year and, yeah. and that's this week. So preparation-wise, I think think he needs to uh, <laughs> up it a little bit after not playing Oak Hill at the PGA. I know I'm getting on Jason a bit here but uh, and he's had a heck well, of a year. But You're come not going to go. It's just you would do things differently. Yeah, I, I if would I was Jason, so. I would do things differently. <laughs> I think most people watching on would probably do things differently, and there's nothing wrong with saying that, Nick, and particularly well, someone have to. with a record like yours. Okay, we spoke about Rosang. Yeah, okay. I, want to, I want to ask you something. I'm okay. glad you've circled back, I'm, but I wonder if you're going to ask me the same thing no. I'm going to ask you. Well, possibly. Go on. She was a number one amateur. Okay, on, yes. on the female side. Yep. Now. On the men's side, we've had the first that it's ever happened, PGA Tour University rankings, and they gave a full card to the number one NCAA player. That's right. And how good's this name? Ludwig Aberg. Yeah, that's right. You know about him? Yeah, well, he went to he went Texas to the, Tech. Went to Texas Tech, yeah. where I went to. Was so, that what you thinking I was going to ask you about? No, no, okay. it's not. But things things have certainly changed. I yeah. told you I told you about him a couple episodes ago, and Steve Long, who's one of the short game coaches yeah. over there, told me he was offered. And I'm going to tell you, uh, a lot. 10 million a year times four to go to live. And he said, no, I think I mentioned that last time. You mentioned a lot of money, but yeah. you didn't say how much. 10 million wow. a year times four. And he said, no. No. He no. wants to be a PGA Tour player and win majors. Well, as we said, are you playing for history or, or for money? So yeah. um, interesting call coming up with him, though. Like, uh, he's Swedish, Ryder Cup team. Mm. He would be a great captain's pick. I know he's unproven yeah. on the professional side, but I'm fascinated by the next two, three months because there's still a way off for the mm. Ryder Cup as to what he can do in PGA Tour events and, and European events, DP World Tour events, because he has to be a DP yeah. World member to be on the European team. So yeah. look out. Uh, we're going to keep oh, a close eye on that one. It's, it's interesting because I saw Rory this week. He was talking about Brooks and said, yeah, Brooks should get on the US team yeah. uh, in the Ryder Cup. Sure. But he said none of the other players should. Now, I'm yeah, trying to think, was he saying that because he doesn't want them there or was he saying that because of form? And Both. when you look at them, no one's playing – none of the Europeans are playing well 
in live golf, are they? It seems to be Sergio the American might have won week. something a little while ago or was up there, but again, none of the Europeans are playing that well. Would you pick Sergio considering his record? I think he's won more matches than anybody else. If he hasn't won more matches than anyone else, he's very close to it. If I was Luke Donald, yeah. after what Sergio called the DP World Tour, no chance in hell. Yeah, it's actually a very, very good point. Because, well, you know what, if you, get, if you look back on the records, he, I won't say what he said, no, but it was this tour no is need. basically crap and you know yep. you should have taken the money, et cetera, et cetera. And that's just, that's terrible by Sergio. There's no there's, there's, no that, need. That's been the big sticking point for so many people, yep. hasn't it? The people who went to live, filled their pockets with cash and then – Went back with cheapies mm. to both tours. It's just, it's no good. It's no good. Speaking of Rory, by the way, uh, a, pl- a young player on the DP World Tour won his first tournament at the European Open in Hamburg, Germany. Yeah. Tom McKibben, who Never is from, exactly, <laughs> Hollywood, Northern Ireland. Oh, are you kidding me? Where Rory McElroy grew up. And, oh, that's great. Uh, Playing his golf, so same course. This is his uh, maiden or maiden victory on mm. the DP World Tour, and he just graduated off the Challenge Tour. So just a bit of a Rory connection. There. Speaking about Rory too, he hit off in the last group. I yeah. mean, he was leading after three rounds, uh, bogeyed both the par fives on the front nine, and and then I think three bogeys in a row mm. somewhere on the back nine chasing it. Uh, a lot of pressure on Rory. There is, you know, he's sort of a lot of people looking at him, going, "Well, he's the mouthpiece for the PGA Tour versus Live, as far as the players are concerned, because Tiger's not playing anymore. So, of course, as soon as he walks into the the press, they want to throw these questions because mm. they know that's that's how you're going to get a story and all the rest of it. Can I give a little? I'm gonna. This is not your mark. This is not a masterclass, but I'm going to give my two cents worth on Rory and what he should be doing from my perspective, watching him play. He's obviously one of the best players in the world, right? Mm. When he plays his best golf, you see him bouncing down the fairway. He's got that strut, the walk. He's a very athletic, a very reactive person from what I can tell. When he gets over the golf ball, he has two to three too many looks at the target. Same with putting. If he got over the ball, took one or two looks and then fired, that would be fascinating to watch because he takes four or five looks and for me, he loses all that reactivity, that athleticism. It's still an incredible golf swing, trust me, but... I'd be fascinated if he just took shorter time over the ball. Remember when Sergio Garcia was having thirteen waggles <laughs> at a time? <laughs> the regrips. Do you know how he got? Do you know, do you know how he fixed it? I'm, I'm aware of this. Mm-hmm. So what he would do is he would do the big waggle, put the club down, then he would look at the hole. Yep. And because he's doing that. He's not moving all of a sudden. His body's not moving. So he'd have to move the body. So then he would look back down at the ball and, and start moving again. Yep. And he ended up getting in this vicious cycle that you don't – so in the end, and he still does it to this day, and I'm, I'm, always, I'm fascinated. I'm, I'm like you. I yeah. love pre-shot routines is my life. Oh, yeah. I love watching them no matter what. So to this day, how he got out of it was he waggles as he looks at the hole. He waggles when he's looking at the hole, then he puts it back down and then, then he goes. goes. Yeah. And then because he reacts. because he's spending less time still. Yeah, there you go. It's a so moving that, game. It, it, is a, it is a moving game. You are exactly right. Yep. Even so you, you've heard me talk about the putting. I love watching the bouncing. I love watching the feet moving. Yep. You love the the head coming back down the line and then exactly. the, the, the putter almost goes back straight away. It is a, it's a beautiful yep. I've never heard anyone say that. It is a moving it is. game. Yeah. I'm gonna okay, this is your masterclass this week, but next week I'm I'm going to do one on a little. I'm going to show people my swing and how I dance, and it's a little yeah, dance that yeah, I have when, when, I, when I swing. I got <laughs> well, the waggle, the dance. Why don't you do a bonus? Oh. I'll do one, and you do one. We'll, we'll do something anyway. Because we we'll all, I always out. like doing. I always like doing the masterclass on something <laughs> that we see. And you know, here's this guy, Denny McCarthy, and I just love. 
Anyway, I saw his footwork. Okay. So this is my circle back. Yes, uh, let's get Rose back to Rose. Rose. So she hits it into the bunker, uh, the fairway trap on the last hole. Mm-hmm. Uh, 72nd hole? The 72nd hole. Because she did in the playoffs as That's well. That's right. Anyway, she, 72nd hole, she's in the bunker. Uh, the course commentator said she can get a 9-iron out of it, maybe an 8-iron. Okay. Anyway, there's a bit of a hold up on the, and then it comes back and she's got a five iron. I know. I heard she's that. She's got a five <laughs> iron. Okay. Now, it was only 164 yards to the pin. I'm asking you, was it a professional fat shot? I think. Do you know what I'm saying? Cause I know what you're saying. I, I think she did chunk it a fraction. I, 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 I'm asking because I've done that in the mm. past where I'm thinking, now, listen, I'm going to open this up a little yep. bit. I'll err on just getting the club underneath. And if I don't, it'll mm. get to the green. If I do, it'll go a lot further than my nine iron will go. Yes. If, if I decide just to hit the nine iron. I was what do still you surprised she took the five. I was like, thinking seven at the at the at the most. Yeah. Not not even a six. And then if you ch- if you hit the seven nice, you're going to be on the green because it's only what 140 yards to the front of the green. I 140. Believe. It was 164, 164 to the hole. To the hole. Yeah, but it was, the pin was a long way back. That's right. And she hit the five, and it came up five or ten yards short. Correct. So it was a slight chunk, yes, as yeah. you say. So do, I, I reckon uh, – But that's a high-risk shot, Because oh, if she leaves it in the bunker, it's shot. almost tournament over. Well, that's right. I tell you, and, and I noticed the other thing, the putt she hit on the 72nd hole to the one she hit in the playoff, exactly the same putt. If you, anyone wants to mm. go back and watch it, you will notice her head come up fractionally early on the one on the 72nd hole. It was still a good putt. Yeah. But you look at the head compared to the one in the playoff, the head stayed down longer and mm. she made it. The second play the second playoff hole, the hybrid that she hit in. Oh yes. <laughs> oh, my God. That was impressive. It must have been getting cold. Every, by the way, every player You were every, talking about hybrids the other week. Yeah, that's right. Everyone should have them. Every, well they should. They should. A lot of players should have them. I wish I had them this morning. It must it must <laughs> have been must have been a bit cold because uh, if you she had 175 yards, I think, on that had shot. had a hybrid. Yeah. Uh, and by the way, if you weren't wearing a hoodie uh, in that particular tournament, you weren't one of the cool kids. <laughs> I mean, every single player was wearing a hoodie. Are you a hoodie guy? Uh, I'm not. No. no. Not on the golf course. No way. I'll, I'll throw it going onto the gym or something, but yeah. not on the golf course. Doesn't no, I find right. it flaps around everywhere as well. So, Have you tried it? Yeah, I've, um, I've tried it. just oh, gets just in the way. A, yeah, on a public... Uh, golf course I've used it just for a bit of fun when I was wearing tracksuit pants <laughs> right yeah it anyway. just gets in the way righto so uh, it's time to get uh, to the turn I'll see you on the 10th tee we've got a top 5 to get to a masterclass we've got tweets to the editor and we've got a caller again this week Ali so we'll get to Ali pretty soon Hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Now, if you haven't checked out the Golf Clearance Outlet, then you, I can guarantee you this, are missing out. And if you have, well, you know what we're talking about. Great time to drop in because with all the new equipment released in January, good old Sam at the Golf Clearance Outlet is licking his lips because the stores are chock full of 2023 branded clearance product. And you know that was a hell of a year for golf equipment, Nick. 
You're spot on there, Mark. There's heaps of gear for righties, of course, but as you know, I am a lefty, so there's a heap of gear for lefties mm. as well, and plenty for both men and women. And if you're after a great Prezi idea, you can get gift cards in store or online. So if you're looking for great golf gear and great prices, the Golf Clearance Outlet needs to be in your plans to go and check it out. See the team in store at Melbourne, Sydney, Brisbane and Perth or online, golfclearanceoutlet.com.au. It's that simple, Nick. Can't wait. Hang on, hang on, Nick. I thought you were righty putting now. Oh, that's right. I forgot. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Nick, I know you've heard of the Watch My Numbers app. It is brand new, and it is going to dominate the golf app scene for a long, long time. If you want to improve your game, you need to know the areas you're doing well in and where... You need to improve, and this app will tell you exactly that, Nick. Yeah, you're spot on, Mark. It's the most powerful database golf app in the world, and it helps analyze and improve your game like never before because it uses real-time data from your rounds and highlights the areas of your game that you want to look at. You get actionable and usable info in minutes, not hours. That's really important. It's easy to use. You can set up your profile very quickly. I've done mine. And start accessing data and subscriber-only content straight away. Mm. Who's it aimed at? Well, it's aimed at people who want to improve their game. It's for all levels of every golfer out there, particularly powerful if you're a mid to low handicapper. But it's great for the elite level and pros as well. So elite and pros as well. I like that. Watch my numbers, download it from the App Store and turn your bogeys in the birdies. Like the podcast? Oh, maybe tell a friend. Drop them a text or share it on your socials. This is Talk Birdie to Me with Nick O'Hearn and Mark Allen. Righto, Nick, I want to see you playing right-handed on this back nine. Uh, but you just had one little uh, result that uh, we missed before. Yes. Yeah, what was it? Uh, Epson Tour. You know, we're following that closely yeah, with are. Gabby Ruffles, obviously, leading the uh, the race for the card. But uh, Robin Choi and Cassie Porter both finished tied fourth. Oh, so good. That's a really good result in wow. the Champions for Change Invitational, uh, won by Alina Sharp. But uh, Hira Naveed tied ninth and Gabby was tied 14th. So some really good uh, play from the young women from Australia. Okay. We've got a top five to get to, a masterclass, and also a tweets to the editor. But we've also got a caller this week, uh, Harley Snelson. He's from – what golf course are you from again, Harley? I am from Rockingham Golf Club in Perth, Western Australia. Well, welcome, mate. Welcome to the podcast, and, and, and thanks for some of the questions and things. And, and you want to talk to Nick about something. I did indeed. I was just wondering, Nick, um, with your – obviously, you're a left-handed golfer like myself. There's not enough lefties in the game. I was just wondering, with your right-handed um, golf handicap – uh, how are you going with that? Are you, are you going to get that officially out there? And what's the goal moving forward with that? Thank you for that. Well, um, it's, it's funny, you know, I, I was I was converted another left-handed to right-handed putting. We were talking no, about that a little listen, bit earlier. I'm, I'm, you no, are a hurry, Krishna. I'm, I'm sorry, Mark. I couldn't yeah, help it. Um, uh, I will be registering that fairly shortly. Uh, that'll be good. So, um, yeah, it'll be under Nick Ohu. Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'd have to use a different name, obviously. But the goal is to get down to single figures. I'll probably be shooting in the mid to high 80s to begin with, and, and I'll just keep working away at it. Harley, so, I've got a question on your behalf. Are you going to try and win the B grade club championship somewhere right handed, yeah, or could, what are you going to try and do? I could do that. Because you'll maybe. be an amateur, won't you? Uh, yes, I will be right handed and amateur. You'll be I an guess, amateur right handed and a pro left handed. Uh, I don't who mind knows. it. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, you're from. That is awesome. So, Harley, you, you play down, obviously, in the southwest there. Um, 
uh, of uh, WA. Where, where have you been playing lately? Yeah, so I'm, uh, I am currently a scratch handicapper. I played the Southwest Open Pro-Am uh, down at Bunbury Golf Club. Um, have you ever played Bunbury? I know you're a WA legend. I certainly have. The Clifton Park Golf Club, I want, I'm going to tell you, yeah, I won the yeah, Southwest yeah, Open one year. Of course you did. <laughs> of course you did. Well, one year I was wow. leading going into the final round, shot 78, <laughs> learnt my lesson and, uh, and won it the following year. So I love that golf course. Interestingly, both nines start with a par three, I think. Is that oh, okay. right, Harley? That's unusual. They do. The, do they start with a par three? Yeah, the first is about 145 metres it played, and then the tenth is 100 and, I think it played 111 metres for the second round straight downhill, but... Yeah, tricky, fantastic. tricky course. That's the first time I've gone down there and played it, and yeah, it was a bit, bit of a bit of a learning curve for myself. It's uh, it's a tricky course. And, and Harley, I'll just have a quick look at your Twitter page. Well, we've got you on. You've got a golf podcast yourself. Yeah, so uh, me and a couple of friends, uh, we've got one based in Stratford up and in England, and then my brother is also on the golf podcast. What we do is we uh, we call better golf tips, and we provide. Uh, hopefully winning tips each week on the PGA Tour. We're actually going through a hugely successful um, year. We've we've picked the last four major winners in a row. And Holy then the last three tournament winners with Victor Hovland um, obviously landing last night uh, for our Harry White uh, Better Golf Tips podcaster. So, yeah, we're going through a hugely successful um, week, so yeah, I just thought it'd be great to come on, talk to you guys. I'm a huge fan of the pod. Well, we'll, we'll give you we'll, we'll give you a little run here. Uh, we've got a US Open coming up at uh, LA Country Club, and mm. we've got a women's US Open coming up not long after at Pebble Beach. Um, have you done your form yet? Because if you have and you go well, this could be the start of something beautiful. <laughs> yeah, it's a huge one. Obviously, a lot of people are, are on Max Homer for that one. Is uh, Mr. LA. At the moment, he wins pretty much every tournament in LA. Um, I am looking at, uh, I'm looking at an Aussie as well um, for the British Open. Actually, a local Perth boy called Minwoo Lee, sixty-seven to one, could wow. be getting a mention for the Open Championship. Yeah, well, I'll never forget Tiger Woods' uh, his victory at Royal Liverpool uh, the week before. He hit the driver as bad as he ever has in his entire life at Chicago. The next week, Steve Williams said, well, we're not taking the driver at all. He hit two on. I think he hit one driver for the week, uh, and he hit two iron everywhere else and won the tournament by a million miles. And I reckon uh, Minwoo Lee, with the way he hits the ball, if he can get that stinger of his going around Royal Liverpool, you may well be right. Can I give my tips, an early tip, please? Patrick Cantlay plays a hell of a lot of golf at LA Country Club. Uh, he's going to win a big one at some stage, so he'd be there. And what I've seen of Rose Zhang, uh, if her game isn't just tailor-made mm. to what's happening at Pebble Beach, then I'm not here. So they're my two tips yeah. for what it's worth. Well, I'll, I'll give you mine while I'm here. Yeah, go on. Scotty, I mean, it's not, not yeah. hard. Scotty Scheffler, that yep. short game. A lot of people are going to be on Victor Hovland, but I don't think his uh, chipping is going to be up to standard around LA Country Club because they're going to shave the grass Ooh, around okay. the greens. He's yep. good out of long grass, but short grass, I don't know yet. That would be my tick for the uh, for the men's and for the women's. I'm going to go Minji Lee. Minji Lee. Oh, that'd be nice. Minji Lee. Great show. Good on you. Thank you so much. Good luck. What's that podcast name again? Better Golf Tips. Um, you can follow us on Instagram and then we're also on Twitter as well. Good on you, Harley. Brilliant. Thanks for Thanks for coming on. Cheers, guys. Oh, 
Right, let's get straight to tweets to the editor. Nick, uh, we're going to start with Mike White. That's Sponge, isn't it? It's Sponge. Yeah, we missed him out on our uh, top five last week, unfortunately, for why, the best caddies' names. Now, can I ask you, why do they call him Sponge? I always had in my head that he used to borrow money. <laughs> is that right or not? No, I, no, I don't think it is. I think, <laughs> oh, you always go down the money route. That's defamatory <laughs> almost. Wow. Sorry, yeah. sorry. No, sorry, apologise to Sponge. No, I believe it was from uh, – he was out caddying one day – and he uh, it poured with rain, and uh, his hair got completely, you know, wet and everything. Yeah. But you couldn't tell, so his his hair just absorbed it like a sponge. Okay, yeah, so I think that's where the nickname came from. Well, he always yeah. had a bit of a hair helmet, didn't he? He had he so d- yeah. much hair. I reckon it could be an afro if he really grew, yeah. grew it out. So. <laughs> yeah, poor sponge is getting lined up here. What does uh, sponge say anyway? Have we even spoken? Oh about? yeah, what, what did he say? say? Hello, Nick and Mark. I hope you guys are well. I enjoyed listening to your show. Ah, oh, that's great. Genuinely Thanks, one of the best. He's yeah. genuinely one of the best blokes you've ever met. Sponge. And, and the other thing he does is he makes these amazing bar stools out of golf bags. Yes, he I've does. Got, I've got one myself. He made one for me. It's brilliant. Yeah, so he, he gets it. the old tour bags yep. and turns, turns them, them into a bar stool. Well, I'll tell you what. If you're on Twitter you can find, and, and you want one of these bags made, yes. he'd, he'd do one for you. You can contact him at sponge, S-P-O-N-G-E, wait, W-A-I-T-E. Get in contact with him. I bet he's got a few pictures of them on his Twitter page and mm. you'll see what we're talking about. Uh Findlay, 47, this is Matt. Love the pod, brother. Good on you. Uh, that's very nice. Bob Estes, now this is close to your one, mm. Nick. Uh, we've spoken about this, I think, a couple of weeks ago, but yeah. go on. No, I knew Bob quite well when I was on the PGA Tour and his caddy, Chuck. Uh, sad news, Bob says, after my round today, I received a text message from Chuck's wife, Karen, that he passed away in his sleep at 2.30 this mm. morning. Been struggling with complications post-surgery. About two months ago, uh, and he goes on to uh, say, rest in peace, uh, Chuck. Now, Chuck was one of the nicest guys out there. He was Mm. an incredible caddy. And Bob, I tell you, he was a heck of a player. One thing about Bob, though, that I did notice over the years, whenever he teed the ball up, and and I'm saying this in a nice way, Bob, Mm. by the way, if you listen. um, (laughs) (laughs) Of course he is. Yeah, of course he is. Uh, If you ever watched him tee a ball up, it was like watching a a dog trying to find a spot to take a leak. It was one of those scenarios. He'd go into different parts of the tee box and try and find an area. It was quite fascinating. Can I tell you, um, when I got to Texas Tech, and Texas Tech's getting a bit of run on this podcast, <laughs> probably too much, Bob Estes uh, and... Um, a legend there, wasn't uh, he? He was a superstar. Mm. He, was the, he was the rock star of prof- uh, college golf at that stage. I got to play with him once in my second year, and he was doing it back then. I couldn't believe what I was watching. And he's a no-glove player as well. Yes, no-glove. No glove. Very rare. Freddie Couples. And Lucas Glover. Lucas. Could you, <laughs> Lucas Glover never wore a glove. That's crazy. What an absolute joke. Uh, uh, Peter Coulson, what does he say? Uh, Peter Coulson, let's see. Episode 10, you talk about Rory's second withdrawal mm. from an elevated event this year. And he's given us the question, do some pros play bad to miss cuts on purpose given they are forced to play so much? No. I can hands down tell you, no. Peter, I actually did reply to this uh, tweet and I said, absolutely no. not. No. no. You never uh, – that's no. never in a golfer's wheelhouse because no. they may – they'll be grinding because they might learn something for the following week even if they know they're going to miss the cut by 10. Yeah, so. that, that is exactly right. They'll, they'll be trying things. They'll be doing things. They'll be doing their best. They, they might not practice as much or they might just, you know, if they're cooked, they might just go home mm. to the hotel and, and have a snooze. There's plenty of that going yeah, on. Yeah, for, for sure. Uh, if you cooked, but uh, not much else. Not much else. 
And Daniel Crawford. Now, serious question. What happened to Bats? Followed him back when he was winning out here and he was a gun, that is true, when he won when he won the Aussie Open back-to-back. I don't think I'd ever seen mm. a better swing. But by the way, um, get ready for uh, a top five that uh, has got something to do with best swings. Um he had a great life on tour. He has about six kids these days too, Daniel. Always felt he never got to his potential. He's asking the question why, mm. I imagine. Well, the PGA of Australia, which is very nice mm. since we're in the Golf Australia. Well, what do, the, what do we we're call it? We're in uh, headquarters yeah, here, Australian Golf Headquarters. That's the one, yes. Um, PGA of Australia said he's far from done, Aaron Bads, and he wants full playing rights on the PGA Tour. He leads Aussies on tour this week, mm. which was uh, a little while ago when, he, when, we, when we made yeah. that tweet. It's a bit of a shame. He, when, he, when he was with Dale Lynch, um, I know he, he was knocking on the door of Butch Harmon and Butch, for whatever reason, wasn't so keen to work with Bads. I don't know whether he had a full book or what happened there. Um, then he went, uh, I think he was knocking on Hank's door and I reckon he went stack and tilt there for and a He little went to while. Ledbetter to begin Ledbetter. with, I think. That was the one which unfortunately yeah. might have... David Ledbetter, you know, he's been a great coach over the years, but uh, he has... You know, led some players down the wrong path at the same time. Some so, players. So it's, it works for some, it works for the oh. others. You know, well, yeah, I know who you're going to talk about. Go on. <laughs> well, I was going to say, what, what he had Lydia Coe doing Lydia Coe. there for a little while, mm. I couldn't believe. Michelle Wee. Michelle Wee. Yeah. Uh, Ty, a 17-year-old who oh, won the... Ty Tryon. Ty and Tryon. Yes, true. But there's mm. another one. But then you're right with Bads. He went down the stack and tilt method and that was very interesting to watch. But if... Again, for me, if he'd have stuck with Dale, you'd be saying it'd almost be like if Tiger stuck with Butch, what would have happened? That would be well, fascinating. Hang on, let's answer that question. Okay? okay, we'll never know. I know we'll never know. I'm going to answer it for you. If Tiger stuck with Butch Harmon, he would have won 28 majors. 28. 28. Big call. He would have won 10 more than Jack. It was. I'd never seen anything like that. The, the, his swing. What was, the, what was the US Open that he won at Pebble, Pebble Beach? Beach. Yep. That's the best golf 2000. that's ever been played ever in the history of the game. And I don't care who would – who's you, you can't – I don't think you can argue against the golf he played that week. No, he won the Tiger Slam that year when he won the four majors in that's a row, right. but it wasn't in the calendar year. And a Players' Championship. And a, oh gosh, and a Players'. Yeah. I reckon he, he would have uh, – I'm thinking he would have got to 20 majors because he would have passed Jack and then the motivation might have waned a little bit. Mm. So that's my call. But 28, fair call. I reckon 28. <laughs> I, I don't think he would have got injured. We'll never know. I don't think he would have got injured. I don't think he would have gone to the you – know, I, I always keep on hearing the stuff that when he went to Hank, Hank wanted him to be super strong. Strong, so he didn't have to, so he, he he would he could better not release through the ball. Mm. He always used to get stuck, is what I found. Yeah, uh, watching him when he was with Hank and those guys got a bit laid off. And yeah, yeah. Now he's swinging it great, by the way. Just his body yeah. just won't cooperate, unfortunately. I, I so. agree. It's mm. kind of butchy uh, sort bit. of action again. Mm. But I always loved his release when 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 he was with Butch. I just felt his release was so free. You know, mm. sometimes. You know, you salivate when you see someone hit the golf ball and you know they're just not thinking much. Mm. It's just so beautiful what they're doing. He had that look for a long time. Yeah. Well, I I lived at Isleworth. I pl- you know, I played on the same course he practised at. I saw him on the mm. range a lot. And to watch him hit drivers and hit these long mm. lines on the range, beautiful high draws, I almost, you know, would just wish I'd go home just because I didn't want to watch it anymore. Yeah. It was that impressive. Yeah. It was so good to watch. Yeah. Uh, if you've been lucky enough to watch him warm up at close range, mm. It is ridiculous, uh, that look. Anyway, time for the top five.
And it's, I think it's my turn. I don't know how I'm doing the top five and I, I'm doing the masterclass this well, week. Oh, I did it last week. I did, did the top five and the masterclass. Well, I thought if you were doing the top five, then I would do it. Anyway, we'll work it out. My top five greatest ever women's golf swings. Oh, we got to do it. Yeah. Well, you've, you've, every time you've said, oh, this is the greatest <laughs> swing I've ever seen, so <laughs> I want to know who <laughs> your I, great ones are. Can I tell you, everybody on this list I've said has had the best <laughs> swing I've ever seen. All right. It changes every week. <laughs> it does. Okay. So, I was only made aware of number five, I think, uh, this time last year, but the power... I probably told you. You probably did. <laughs> Lynn Grant oh. is my number five. Now, think about that. Lynn Grant's number five. That's scary. On did, this list. So think of the swings yeah, we we're about to talk about. Yeah, the, she was uh, played amazing in the match play last week. We haven't seen much of her because she's been playing Europe and hasn't been able to come over because of the vaccination rules. So. Was Lynn Grant the first woman to win a mixed event? Yes, I think it she was. was. That's the first time I ever saw her swing. And I think it was it, the Stenson one, wasn't something it? Something like Stenson. that, yeah. yeah. Anyway, I, I couldn't believe what I was seeing. And the noise, they had this... Mm. They had on the, all the social media her hitting these drives in amongst the pines yep. somewhere along the way, and the noise was incredible. Anyway, Lynn Grant's my number five. Number four, if you're watching a lot of golf on Fox Sports at the moment, every once in a while you'll see Nellie Quarter's swing, and Ooh. just from the top down. Oh, yeah. Have you seen this? Yeah, this it might even come in a drumming ad or something. I don't know. But the shaft is on the way down, and it's on the same line the whole way. Mm. It's like if you drew if you if you got a ruler out and um, drew a line where a shaft was at the top, the shaft would never leave that line wow. all the way to the bottom. You've got to see this ad. That is impressive. You've got to see this ad. I've she's, never seen anything like she's it. She's been it's coached so by Jonathan Yarwood at the moment, yeah, isn't she? That's right. yeah. Oh, but I think Jonathan Yarwood for a long time. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. So hang on. You've gone Lynn Grant and Nelly Corder. Yeah. These next three must be unbelievable. Yeah. yeah well, they are. They are. Uh, Minji. Oh, okay. Minji Lee. Finally, we got her in there. We got it. We had to. Minji Lee. Or she was never going to get left out. Good. I've been saying that she's got the best swing I've ever seen (laughs) for a long time as well. Now, this is a blast from the past, but it shouldn't surprise anybody who knows their golf. Mickey Wright. Oh, yes. Sneaks in there. Mm. Now, you'll only ever see her swing in black and white, uh, real sort of action. Yeah. And it is one of the best. I think. Ben Hogan, Hogan might yeah. have even said it's one of the best swings that he's ever seen. So he Male had two. Male or female, I think. Yeah, yeah that's, that's right. He said. Mm. Mickey Wright and he also had Mo Norman was his other oh, one. Oh, okay. Yeah, he loved Mo Norman. Yeah. I think we all love Mo Norman. We, we've got to have a Mo Norman we show should. at some stage. We should, Just yeah. get – We, you know who we should get? We should get a Canadian on our program who knows – and I've just – I've got exactly – I've got the Canadian okay. to get on our show to Good. talk about Mo Norman. All right. I'll – I won't say his name okay. in case he won't go on. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll, okay. I'll see if I can get him because I know he's got some great Mo Norman stories. And my number one is very simple. Rose Dang, the yeah. best golf swing I've ever seen. Well, so after well done. What you said earlier, it had to be. Um, hey, it's time for the Masterclass. Can't believe I'm doing two in a row, but it doesn't oh. matter. We've got to fix this. We've got, we've got to get back in sync to where if you're doing the top okay. ten, I'm doing the masterclass. Okay. Well, next week's my masterclass. You can do the top, and I'll five, do top again. five again. Yeah, I'll we'll do it, do it that five. way. But I'm I'm fascinated by what you took out of Denny McCarthy's swing. Well, one of the one one of the things I've been watching, and you spoke about Jonathan Yarwood uh, a, a second ago. He talks about this move um, when the, at the change of direction, and it's almost like your hips are backing in 
to the shot and that gives your arms room to come down in front. Now, it's funny in golf, I watch, I've watched golf a lot. Some people have this magical right arm move if you're a right-hander where the elbow just comes down in front of the stomach and it's just so easy from that point forward. Now, not everyone's got that move. Mm. And it's a hard move if you don't have it naturally. It's a hard move to practice. So I think if you don't have the right elbow coming down in front, then you've got to make way for your arms to come down. Mm. So many golfers, I played with two. And I gave them this tip uh, on the Sunday that I told you about before we got inside and watched Roseng. What happens is their heel comes – the very first thing they do is their heel comes off the ground straight away and their right leg and their right side get in the way of their arms and they get the commonly called called stuck these days. We used to call it spinning out when I was a kid. So the right knee goes out a bit. The right knee goes out. Now, uh, Fred, if you you want to watch someone who does this perfectly, go to some old Fred Couples vision. So Mm. what I love seeing is – you don't want to keep your right foot down. I don't think that works. You want some motion in your downswing all the time. But what I do love is I love the right foot, if you're a right-hander, getting up onto the instep early. Mm-hmm. So you don't need to go with both knees, but I love seeing this move with just one knee, okay. which is your back knee. And what this does is if you if you roll onto the instep, so your heel doesn't come off the ground straight away. That keeps your leg and it also keeps your hips a little more quiet mm-hmm. and that gives you that little bit extra time for the arms to come down in front. I like it. So you got the, your right leg remains nice and long on the transition rather oh, than bending. So I don't mind is that, that as well. I don't mind yeah. that uh, the way you spoke about that as well. Okay. Now, eventually the heel comes up. Yeah, of course. But it doesn't come up straight away. Yeah. Uh, and I took a little bit of footage uh, of Denny McCarthy today. I'm going to show you, Nick, because okay. uh, I'm, I'm, you know, it's what what I see, you wouldn't see. But they had this beautiful slow mo. There he is. Just push. Oh yes. Oh, how quiet's that? Beautiful. So I'm going to tweet that out as yeah. well. So eventually it comes up. So much room though, isn't so it? So much room Love through it. impact. We'll, anyway. We'll get that on the socials. We'll definitely get that on the socials. Um, but if you're having trouble, like I said, if you feel like you're getting stuck or if you feel like you're spinning out or if you feel like just trying something new, this could be uh, just for you. So roll onto that right instep. As your first move and away you go. Beautiful. See how you go. I'm actually going to try and do it too. Me too because I always get stuck on the downswing myself. Yeah, a little bit. I get flippy with the hands. Yeah, me too. Mm. Me too. There's a thousand reasons why why you can get flippy and maybe this will help you for a week or so. Who knows? It's a crazy game. Uh, Good to see you, Nick. And you, Mark. And thanks for telling me about Roseang too. Uh, (laughs) Hey, you are welcome. (laughs) Nick O'Hearn and Mark Allen's podcast, Talk Birdie to Me. Live from the Australian Golf Centre, home of the PGA of Australia and Golf Australia. Big thanks to Harley from WA, jumped on the pod today and had a chat to us. Thanks, mate. Oh, and don't forget to check out Harley's podcast, Better Golf Tips. Sounds like a ripper. We'll have a listen. Got a question or comment for Nick or Mark? Let us know on the socials and we'll get you on the show. Talk Birdie to Me's executive producer is Dan Bradley at Kaizen Media. Sound design, Daryl Misson at loudzebra.com. 
deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.